Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. Since President Joe Biden entered office, he's pushed for the country to buy more electric vehicles to help meet his clean energy and climate goals. But enter soaring gasoline prices, which have actually helped push consumers to consider swapping their gas guzzlers for a battery-powered car or truck. In the short term, though, those gas prices might cost Democrats politically in the polls as November's midterm elections roll around. So today, I chat with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about how gas prices are both helping Democrats' electric future and hurting their midterm chances. It's Friday, May 27th. So, Ben, this story we reported gets into how, for Democrats, this would seem to be really a prime opportunity for electric vehicles to take off, which would be massively helpful for their clean energy goals. And we aren't really totally seeing that despite these record high gasoline prices. Is that right? Yeah. And if you're just looking at high gasoline prices in isolation, this would absolutely be a great time for EV sales. As, as we reported, folks are more interested in EVs. You know, in the, in the past, I would say like half a year or so, interest is definitely elevated. People are seeing high gas prices and they want to move away. But there are other factors at play. Yeah, right. So as we report, I mean, so there's one thing to be curious and to, and to have interest. There's another to actually make that decision and make that purchase. So what are some of the obstacles for people looking to buy electric vehicles right now? The biggest obstacle is still price. EVs have come down in price. I mean, we're definitely seeing more models on the road. EVs sales actually are up like 60% on the first quarter of this year compared to the same time last year. But prices are still high for the type of person who might want to switch because gasoline prices are rising. If you're in that income bracket where gasoline prices are a big enough factor in your wallet, chances are you're not the kind of person who can just go out there and buy one. So that's the biggest factor is just plain old price. Another factor is supply is tight, which is one of the factors that's driving up prices. Chip supply, these, these cars need a lot more computer chips than you know traditional models. You know, lithium prices are way up because lithium supply is tight. So the general supply picture that's causing the price of gasoline to go up is also causing the price of everything to go up and supplies are tight. Which brings us to one other factor is that most EVs, when people think of EVs, we're still mostly talking Teslas. I mean, there's definitely been growth in other models sales, but Teslas are still the lion's share. And Tesla's aimed at the luxury market. We're starting to see that change. Most Americans are more comfortable or you know, with light pickup trucks or sedans or crossover cars. And we're starting to see automakers like Ford bring those types of cars out in EV versions. So once we see more of those type of models hit the showrooms, I think you'll see EV sales increase even higher than they already are. Right. And some of these challenges we know Democrats have sought to address via legislation, but those measures are stalled. So both dealing with consumer incentives to buy EVs and then measures to deal with the chips shortage on the supply chain front. 
So yeah, what what are some of these policies that are delayed right now or stalled, might not advance at all? And, and how much could they potentially help? Probably the biggest one that's in limbo still is a renewal of EV tax credits. So they're in talks from what we understand to you know have a new round of tax credits available for folks who might want to buy one. And there's still talk about whether it'd be just a straight up credit like we saw before, it was like $7,500 for eligible cars. And then there's also talk of maybe, you know, trying to add on top of that, well, a $7,500 base credit. And then if you get a car that's made in America, an extra bit of credit. And then if you get one that's made at a union shop, you know, a third level of credit. So they're still in talks on that. And I, I think that would probably go the furthest to speed up the pace of turnover on autos. But for right now, I think people still need to push with, you know, being able to just afford them at a basic level. Right. So we see Democrats with this message that they, over the long term, electric vehicles are the answer, but the timing might not align to help people manage these high gasoline prices. So what are you seeing from the political messaging front as Democrats try to balance heading into the midterms, this push for more EVs while also helping deal with gasoline prices as much as they can right now? I mean, Democrats' message is basically one that traditionally doesn't play well with the electorate. You know, just be patient. You know, it's like, yes, gasoline prices are high with the caveat where if you ingest for inflation, gasoline prices are still lower than they were a decade ago. So they're saying, look, gasoline prices are going to fall. EVs are going to be more available for those who want them. But again, when your message is, you know, hey, by this time next year, you shouldn't have to spend so much on gasoline and EVs will be more available. That's not really a message that plays well when you're getting ready for, by everyone's expectations, is going to be a bruising midterm election period. Also, the Supreme Court will not torpedo the Biden administration's estimate of the social impacts of climate change. That's what the high court ruled on Thursday, rejecting requests from Louisiana and other Republican-controlled states to block agencies from using the metric in rulemakings and other decisions. The decision means the White House can move forward with its plans to overhaul and likely significantly increase the number known as the social cost of carbon. That's a dollar value assigned to future damages from climate change. The current value is $51 for each ton of greenhouse gases spewed into the atmosphere, but experts believe it should be raised to as much as four times that amount. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morning energy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Normal Malaikal is the podcast producer. Ragu Madhuvalan edited our show this week. Jenny Ament is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back on Tuesday. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.